Welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff, and I'm joined by the one and the only Jesse Zaboder. Great to be here this morning. It's great to be with you, Jesse. We've got a great show. Jesse's got an incredible decode. We've got some updates for you. We've got a little bit of news, and I have something really, really fun that's going to put hope into your next week so you can survive all of this stuff going on. But first, let's just do this right out of the gate. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. You see, that saves me from doing a video edit later. <laughs> so there's some big news uh, most of you who have been following this program know that i was part of the purge the other day <laughs> so uh twitmo and yes i understand that i can get another account you're not supposed to of course but right they're, I heard they're watching for that that they're watching for people starting up new ones and kind of I've heard some people say they were blocked from starting up a new one. Yeah, I, and I think there's ways around it. I haven't tried it. I did put it in official appeal, by the way, because mm -hmm. I want to do things ethically. However, I don't expect that to come true. And so I think of the ethical uh, position that I have is, do I really want to be on the program? And now part of it is, yes, because I have lots of friends there. Um, I'm in some great groups. I've got some great intel, but yet, you know, think of all the people that they have banned. And do I want to be part of that? I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, it's it's a hard decision if you want to stay on and, and continue to wrestle through and fight. You know, some people have had to fight multiple times. I know some individuals who are like on account number 17, you know, and the reasons for them getting kicked off are, are absolutely ridiculous, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, and listen, I didn't join until, and my account grew really fast. I'm thankful for that. But I didn't join until June of this year. And, and quite honestly, I wasn't even active uh, at that time. And I joined because I wanted to follow POTUS. Right. Essentially, that was the main reason I got on there. And, you know, with his removal and, and everyone else, like, you know, like, man, I, I miss Lynn Wood. <laughs> that guy is so fun. But there's some alternatives, and I want to speak to that for just a moment. Uh, first of all, if you're following us on this particular platform that we're broadcasting live on right now, there's three distinct possibilities that are going to happen here. The first one is our removal from this. Mm -hmm. That's a distinct possibility. The second one, and this is the one I'm hoping for, Jesse, is that actually, you know, there's some reform and some laws and some legislation, and they just become, look, we have a great platform. Let's run it legit. Right. And, you know, I hope that because, you know, option three is, it completely disappears, which is also, you know, in a high probability at this point. But 
you know, not everyone who works there is a bad person. And there's a lot of people with jobs. So I'm hoping that number two comes true, but I'm convinced one of those three things is going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, the good thing is, even if, you know, if we lose this platform, um, they can always find us on Podbean, you know, we'll still be doing the radio and. Yeah. So (laughs) Podbean is a fail safe for us. And and by the way, I've got other contingencies as well. Like, listen, you have to plan, you have to think about this stuff. And I'm going to talk about the contingencies for in a moment, but listen, if you're following us on this platform, Podbean also allows you to do a video podcast. We're not doing video on there yet. We're doing audio only currently. That's going to change soon. However, uh, look us up. Even if you're on this, the app is really great. Uh, it's rightonradio.podbean.com with the triple W or HTTPS or whatever at the front, but rightonradio, all one word, .podbean. And one of the things we're going to be doing soon to entice you to get over there, and by the way, you could still enjoy us on this platform. Just because you've signed up and subscribed over there doesn't mean you have to watch the broadcast twice, okay? Now, one of the things we will have more freedom over there, and when you download the app, and from that page that I just described to you, right on radio.podbean.com, Dot com. If you, you'll see all the episodes, if you scroll down, you can actually download the app. Now, the app allows you to do lots of things. It allows you to comment. It allows you to like, to share, mm-hmm. to see, get notifications when new episodes come in. But there's a really unique feature. So Podbean will let us do lives mm-hmm. on Now, at first, we're just doing audio. We're going to move to the video soon. But I would say if Jesse and I are going to do a QA, and a which many of you have asked because you're putting tons of questions in, uh, in the comment sections and stuff like that, this is a place where we will have more freedom to answer questions, particularly with Jesse's material. And I fully expect most of the questions will be for you, Jesse, and I'll just get to the fun job of moderating. I won't have the pressure of having to answer all these things. Especially after some of the stuff you're going to share today, which is probably gonna be a teaser to a longer form show we're gonna do a little bit later. so there's also a couple other platforms that I wanted to talk about. And listen, I'm just getting this stuff out of the way. Uh, it has to be said because we want you to continue to be, you know, enjoy this ride with us and, and fight for our freedoms and fight for God and all that stuff. So if you've registered for Gab, by the way, every other social media platform is having troubles right now. They're being overloaded. Gab is one that I particularly like. I like the user interface. I like that you are not the product when you sign up. They're not selling your information and stuff like that. They're completely listener supported. They are completely funded. They're not relying on other people's servers. They're not relying on other people's email systems. They're not relying on all this stuff. So there's going to be some growing pains, but it's actually a really great interface And there's a, um, actually, so if you're registered, you've got a note from the CEO and just says, listen, we've been infiltrated. There's a PSYOP. There's people coming against us. We've got it under control. 
however, they're getting inundated right now. He put out a video. I'm going to put a link to it in the description. It's really worth watching. It's about 15 to 20 minutes long, so I'm not going to play it here. Uh, but this man is a freedom fighter, and he is giving you the background of what they're doing. So if you want to find us on Gab, I haven't been active on there. I'm going to get active on there as of today, essentially. And when you go on to Gab, we are at right underscore on underscore radio. That's it. Right underscore on underscore radio. Okay. So Gab is a good platform. Listen, I'm also on Parler and stuff like that. I'm not putting a lot of stock in Parler. First of all, Parler has been advertised on the mainstream media a lot. You know, they've, you know, on the Tucker Carlson show, on other shows. And Parler, if you understand its inception, and listen, I, I trust the people who own Parler. Diane Bongino, I think, is a good guy. You know, he's one of the partners. But it seems to me that the way they created this business, they saw a niche, they raised a bunch of money as much privately as they could with probably all good people doing that. But then to build the platform, they went out and problem number one, they're on Amazon servers. Mm -hmm. They're using someone else's email client. So they got all these different services that were already available and they put them together to build this platform. So it's inherently flawed. Now, also recently, you know, POTUS has made comments and this has been swirling around for a couple of months, but he's directly said it that you know, maybe I'll put out my own. <laughs> so, you know, I, I would kind of expect that maybe uh, that Junior or someone might uh, come out because let's face it, they got a couple bucks. Right, yep. They, they probably know some good internet people. <laughs> right? You think maybe, I mean, maybe not, but <laughs> I mean, but, I, you know, it seems like there's a a sly connection that they can't outright say, you know, with some very high level uh, cucumber farmers. So that's right. And, and we knew this was going to be part of the plan. Oh, that's what I forgot to look up. Um, I'm going to look it up when you start talking again, because speaking of that, I have something very particular for today okay, from, cool. from my gardening. <laughs> Ooh, all as, right we're gonna get to the farmers busy. and gardeners today <laughs> uh, so just a couple other things so gab as well has like a gab tv so they're kind of like a, a twitmo and, and a tuber thing you right. know combined uh another platform and i haven't quite figured it out there i'm set up yet but one that you should be looking at uh to everyone out in you know radio land here listening is Clout Hub. Mm. Again, building with their own servers, building with their whole infrastructure, and they've really put together a unique platform. It's a bit clunky at the moment, I, mm -hmm. at least that's my impression of it, but it has great ways to organize and to do things and to actually start taking action. So, you know, long-term, if, if, if what they've imagined comes into real fruition, this is a place where the shepherd of the sheeple army could get really, really active. So right. Gab and Clout Tub. So I want to spell that. That's Clout, C-L-O-U-T, Hub, H-U-B, all one word. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty limited. So, you know, for anybody who personally follows me, um, 
right now the only backups that I am afforded um, is, you know, my website, which is www.illuminatethedarkness.com. And then, um, you know, I have been able to get on Voxer, which is um, V as in Victor, and then O-X-E-R. It's kind of like a messenger, like a walkie-talkie type thing. Um, that and my Patreon, which you can um, see on my profile on my Twitter page. So that's pretty much what I'm limited to at this moment. You can't get so, on Gab? No. And Parlor, I, I got on Parlor, but I can't, like, literally, it's like it locked up. Like, I can't do anything on there. So, so, so you should be able to get onto both of those because they're privately owned. We'll work out something on the side. So right now they're all having yeah. server problems. Well, yeah, I think it's the server problems or it could be also um, the connections with Apple with the, with the parlor. So that might be some of what's going on. Well, and, and both Google and Apple have shut down their app. Right. Now, if you're already on there, the, I found it. I don't. I'm not ready to present it because I just didn't keep it. But there's a way to keep them from removing the app if you're already using it. But right. You know, again, they've got some real uphill battles there. And you know, I think as I say, I, I'm going to encourage you to watch this thing from the CEO of uh, of Gab. Uh, it, yeah. it, it it'll convince you to go onto the platform. Put oh, it's with, not that I don't want to. I can't, I literally can't install it. Like they take away, like they did the same thing. Um, I used to have Telegram and I used that all the time, but then they literally like scrubbed it off my computer and then made it so I cannot even go, like I, you know, I tried going to Linda's house and using her computer, which she's in another state. It was a different IP address. I was just going to use some random name not even connected to anything with me and this is how big they're watching me like they i could not even install it on her system and set up an account so they do they're doing the same thing with gab um you know gab proton mail um all of those they've cut like that um so i'm just kind of yeah i guess the, the big limiting. thing they want to keep your eye on me and they limit you know, the place where I can do that. So, yeah. So even if these places are private, I guess at the end of the day, they all have to share the internet <laughs> and <Right>. that's, <laughs> that's a problem. I've got some creative ideas that I might be able to help you get around that. So we'll do that off air though. Uh, because I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's good advice, bad advice, whatever, but we'll, uh, I, I've got some ideas on that. So Jesse, um, do you want to go first or do you want me to run through a little bit of news while you get your stuff ready? I've got it ready. You've got it ready? Okay. So this, by the way, I, I just loved the way you teased this out as a puzzle. And I'm going to ask, we, we're limited in what we can say here, but I believe Jesse is going to give you some really big clues at the front end of this. And it's up to you to think for yourself. Exactly. Yep. So let me just make sure you've got the permission here. Yep. There's some things, you know, I can't just, um, we're, we're getting far enough in the game where I'm able to disclose more now, but we still, 
you know, we're still in the fight, so I can't always directly say things. So that was part of the puzzle was that it allows me to, you know, people have been following me, they're familiar with my story. They have enough pieces where you're able to insert some of these pieces now. So, um, so I kind of started, um, or let me go one other place here real quick. Um, I encouraged people, if you haven't read it yet, go to at Kathy, Kathy Fox, and that's Kathy with a C. So at Kathy, Kathy Fox, and she has a blog on Word, WordPress. So the blog that we're specifically talking about is called the Illuminati Summer Solstice Ritual. And in there, you know, I describe um, how, how some of the hunts that they do, um, they don't always end in death, that the ones that happen in the summertime, um, some in the early fall, uh, revolve around these 12-year-old rituals of the hierarchy kids. And that would be children who are, you know, bloodline, they're born into the system and they've been chosen for specific positions within that system. So all of them are gonna go through this 12 year old ritual. And at its basics, you have, you know, um, like a lot of our public schools, you'll see when kids, most of the time it's fifth or, and sixth grade, but when they get into those grades, they have what they call outdoor school or fall school where they go to, on a retreat for like a week or two. So this is when a lot of this ritual happens. And, you know, parents don't know the majority of people who go through this. Um, they'll do things so they don't remember. They'll kind of lightly drug the kids with, a, with something, you know, at, when they eat dinner that night where it seems like they're in a dream. And when they wake up in the morning, they they wake up not, you know, having conscious active memory that this has happened. Um, so the first part is that, you know, they have them, they release them into the woods and they'll prepare the girls. So the girls act kind of like as seductive sirens, like their job is to find the boys and just, you know, flirt and play with them, get the boys sexually aroused. There is a lot of sexual arousal in this. And, um, and then afterwards, there'll be things that, you know, after this night, then there'll be things that happen to the, to the boys. Um, it's not every, not every 12 year old boy goes through the next part of the ritual. Um, only those who are going to be aligned with what I'm calling um, their adult core brotherhood group. So um, those who have been selected then to join these adult brotherhood groups, this then become, leads way to their, um, their initiation ritual. And that is called their first blasphemy. So that's what we're going to get into here. So Jesse, can I just jump in for a second? Yeah. I'm going to ask a question. Why, and I, and I have an answer, if you don't, maybe I should just answer the question, why this is important today for us to bring up. 
because it's these types of things that are being exposed right now behind the scenes. Right. And this is the type of stuff when it comes out, the whole world will agree on. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so I've shared, you know, if you read more of Kathy's blogs um, with that summer solstice blog as well, I tie in that it, it was connected to location wise to one of the uh, Vanderbilt homes. Um, so I've given some pictures. I've encouraged people to look into, you know, where are their homes? Where are they located? Um, you know, I do give some more specific details, which we'll get into. Um, but that's kind of where we started was trying to look at locations. And then I encourage people to um, think of characters, you know, who had connections to um, the Vanderbilts. Um, I go into some further details and, you know, specifically define that the, that the individuals, like at first we're gonna look at the, the boys who would have been around age 12. So I encourage people to look and say, who was born around 1971? Um, the, this is the group we're talking to. So people started to name, and I'm gonna just fast forward here, you know, people were guessing and I'm just kind of leading those guesses. Oh, hold on one second here. Um, so we get to the point where, um, you know, I'm able to share some more things. So this picture, um, it, it literally shows a picture that uh, the cucumber gardeners have put out before. And it's of a very specific location. And, um, you know, a lot of people speculated that it's a pool. But if you were to see it from the area where the camera is positioned, that actually is a like a huge garage door. So what is this place? You know, it looks like this pool <coughs> that you step down into. Um, what it actually is, is it's a place where you can bring your boats in and have your boats cleaned. Well, what's really funny about this, if you were to see the outside of this particular Vanderbilt home um, with this area, you know that there's no water anywhere near that estate. Like, you know, they've got this place to clean boats, but um, there's no water. So why have a boat there, right? It's all land, it's all grass. Um, so, you know, they've gotten away, you know, on tours, they even say this is a pool, but if you see it, like literally from the door, it, it slants down into this area. So this area was where the 12 year old rituals take place. And I talk about that in the summer solstice blog, um, that where you kind of see that ladder coming down, um, that's where they would hang the 12 year olds not um, like they would hang them with ropes from under their arms. They would be bound so that, you know, they're not moving. A lot of times they're upside down. 
And then where you see the ropes along the side, um, we've seen some of the Podesta paintings that have come out now with children that are hung under their arms like that. So there would be like 13 children that they would hang along the sides there. Jesse, let me just jump in uh, yeah. because I, what I've been noticing from people writing in the comments is we have a lot of people, uh, first of all, that, that listen just on audio. So it's good we're describing what the room looks like, but also we have a lot of international uh, listeners. So when she says Podesta, Podesta is a highly connected, him and his brother, they're essentially lobbyists to the US government, really connected with the Democrats. Uh, Hillary uh, and so on and so forth. So if you search for their last name and art, uh, you're going to see some really disturbing stuff. Don't do it with kids in the room. I'll say that. We to might want to give and, a warning because one of the posts does. Sh we do show some of that artwork. So if you have children, this probably is not. You know, this is an episode you really don't want them to hear as we get further. And and just one last thing, Jesse. For people who are new to this channel, have you been in this room? Yes. Um, so if you look at that picture, you can kind of see like a scaffolding. Um, I literally was positioned just to the left of that door that you see there. So me, my proctor, and my training partner were just to the left of that door watching the entire thing. So, yeah. So um, so that's the first kind of reveal. And then the next part, um, I have to kind of just do through pictures. So I will say names, but um, you know, we were talking about who were some of the big players that were born in 1971. The majority of these individuals, um, you know, I will say I've, I'm aware of connections that you know, they've gone through these 12 year old things. Um, but I've got a few in there who are, you know, they're people who have not been in the system, but, um, you know, there may be some other connections down the road between them and the, the Luciferian system. Now for people who can't see the pictures. I'm gonna name, yeah, I'm gonna, or you wanna go ahead? No, 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 it's okay. Now it's important to say, uh, one of the things she has is there's the first post is a picture of four people and it says two were in my cell group. Yeah, and this is a thread. So it includes all six or all seven individuals who are listed. So one of them there isn't pictures of. Um, so yeah, so I, I give that clue that out of the seven, two of these were in my cell group and um, I've shared how, you know, in our witchcraft circles, as we were trained, um, I had two cell groups. Um, one had seven people, uh, we could limit it down to, it had five people. So they were all boys. Um, some of them are not listed here, but uh, two of these individuals were in that cell group of five boys that I was connected to. Um, if you go on to Kathy, Kathy Fox to the um, My Silence Breaks Forth into song blogs, 
uh, two of these boys, I share their stories in the, in those vlogs and their, my connections to them. Um, uh, one of these boys was in my cell group of three. So he was involved with me and my training partner um, in the different government experiments and projects like Looking Glass, Stargate Now, and uh, or Star Wars Now and Voice of God project. So um, that gives people an idea. So some of the interesting names that we have here, um, you know, we have Julian Assange, uh, we have Nathan Rothschild, uh, we have Justin Trudeau, we have Sasha Cohen, uh, Dustin Yellen, Elon Musk, and I also name Raphael de Rothschild, uh, the young one. Um, he died at age 23, um, supposedly from an overdose. So um, these are some of the, these are the pictures that we have up there. So. And, and why, it, it just seems that the, the firstborn boy usually dies. Yeah, you know, they've got a, a tendency to make things go that way, but. <laughs> So it, uh, we also brought out um, in this puzzle as we were doing it, individuals also brought out uh, Trudeau's brother, Michael, who also passed away. And yep. he- Firstborn. Yep. I don't think he was a Chavez though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's one more individual I bring out who was 12 at that age. Um, and it was, you know, someone actually came across the connection and I was glad I encouraged people to look um, not just, you know, in the US or, or famous people that we knew, but it was like, you know, who were the children of leaders of other countries at that time who would have been around age 12. Um, so this was one, um, Saif al-Islam um, Gaddafi. So Gaddafi's son, and there's some interesting twists in there because if people, you know, remember, um, Gaddafi was taken out during, um, you know, when Hillary was in office. So um, I will, you know, I just kind of put that out there that, that he is a part of this story. So, um, so that I, I was just really surprised at how great like some of these puzzlers were. Um, you know, they were just right on with stuff. Um, so here they, you know, they posted up pictures of Trudeau's brother, Michael. Um, they started to get into some of the women um, and we're sending pictures of them. So I'll get into that in a few minutes. Um, so next we started to look at, you know, so we've got all these 12 year old boys and we know that, you know, I've said that I saw the 12 year old ritual for two of two of them that, um, I've named and they were hung upside down. And then if you have children in the room, now's a good time to pause and get them to leave 
I'm not going to get super graphic, but um, if you're sensitive to that information, I am going to get just a little graphic here. But um, well, you're going to have to explain what the ceremony is and right, what the purpose of it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. So uh, the purpose is to, you know, um, initiate this 12 year old now into their adult brotherhood group. So they're going to make a bond and a, a vow and a pact with um, the other adults in that group. And basically, you know, it's that you are your brother's keeper. You keep your brother's secrets. If your brother's in trouble, you know, you do by whatever means you need to, to help your brother out. Um, that includes, you know, covering your brother's um, imperfections or sins. Um, so, um, so with this though, you know, you gotta remember these are Luciferians. Um, it's really not all about pedophilia. A huge part of um, the sexual abuse that happens highly revolves around um, black magic and sex magic. So, um, so as the child is hanging upside down, the adults who are going to enter into this covenant with them, um, the easiest way to say it is that basically, you know, they rape the child by whatever means it's not all, you know, a certain way that you have a bunch, a group of people all doing this at the same time. Um, and, you know, they're making that vow to each other. They're tying silver cords between themselves and the child. Um, what happens after is that they, you know, the child is released and their first blasphemy, you know, they may have, I mean, obviously they were sexually abused before this, but this will be the first time that the child perpetrates all the the incriminating acts on their own. So the other 13 kids that are in that pool, um, they don't get to survive that night. So, you know, the first thing is this child then will go commit their own sexual acts on these children. And then basically will, um, you know, not just kill them, it, cannibalism and other things are involved. So, you know, that's why it's in that boat launch area. It gets pretty graphic and bloody. Um, and then everybody else will join in after the child has um, done everything. And uh, there is, you know, they give them a uh, extra dose of adrenochrome, which then causes the child to go into kind of the psychosis. And that's why, you know, they get that graphic um, killing that they do. Um, so I start to show some pictures of some of the individuals who I witness, you know, remember I'm on that scaffolding looking down and um, I get to see, you know, the people who are the adult core group for these 12 year old boys. So some of the pictures that I show, you know, there were a lot of Vanderbilts who were involved. Um, 
so I show pictures like with Gloria and Carter and Anderson Cooper. And then uh, Cornelius um, Vanderbilt Whitney. So um, if people aren't aware, there were a lot of, like the bottom picture is Mary Lou Whitney. Um, their families were intermarried together. And um, Mary Lou was into the high black magic divination. Um, she wasn't, Gloria was the grand high priestess. Mary Lou was one of the high priestesses under her. Um, so both her and her husband, he was a famous um, horse race guy. He owned a lot of horses that did, you know, Kentucky Derbies, other horse races. Um, he was really big in involved with um, mafia in that area and in the New York area. And then, um, you know, kind of over, oversaw a lot of that that was going on. Um, and then I also have pictures there of HRC and her husband. Um, and then, you know, we, we do the exploring. Um, I start to, you know, I, I'll, I'm gonna kind of just read it here because there's too many tweets to go through it all. But, you know, I encourage people to kind of look like for different perspectives. So, you know, first we're naming the people who are kind of connected to that area. One of the people we brought out um, was John, John Faf Cecil. Um, I did not see him directly perpetrate in this ritual, but at a lot of the Vanderbilt things, he was present and he was the individual who's, um, was the CEO for the Vanderbilt farms. So um, he was somebody that I saw um, there quite often. Um, then I start to bring out, okay, well, you know, who were the high priests that were present at this ritual? And um, I allude to the fact that these were Catholic priests or bishops or cardinals. Um, there were four of them. And, um, you know, so I have people kind of looking, I give a clue that one of them is in a speech and I have the link um, in my Twitter feed where uh, President Trump is talking, you know, at this dinner um, after the final presidential debate and he really goes after Hillary and roasts her. And sitting right next to her is, is this man who was present with her at these 12 year old rituals. Um, that was Yal Davis dinner. And I suggest anyone Google that particular uh, speech that he gave because he gave a lot of clues in that. And one of the things he said about Hillary which shocked everybody. And, and by the way, it's, he's actually really quite funny there. Um, and there's some, poking a fun, well-written speech. But one of the things that I'm paraphrasing was, you know, how many uh, it takes a person to raise a family, it takes a, a community to raise a village or something like that. But 
he go, you know, basically she took three villages is what he, right. what he got out. I obviously killed the punchline there, but it's worth watching. Right. So, yeah, so that, um, that person, um, you know, I connect to the Archdiocese of New York. So you got to think these four high priests who are there, um, not only do they serve in the Catholic Church and the diocese, um, but there's one present from each of the four quadrants in the U.S. Jesse, so, what's, what's this guy's name? Uh, Timothy Dolan. And then I also named uh, Thomas Brady, who was out of the training center where um, I was trained in out of Rockford, Illinois, and that was Thomas Brady. And Thomas Brady did just recently pass away on December 6th. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so then, let me see here real quick. I, I start to, or I should say, you know, the people who are researching, doing this puzzle, like if they found pictures that were people who were present, um, I did let them know that they identified people who were present. Um, so these were not individuals who were active in either, you know, the night before, the night before where they're doing the, the woods things. Um, you know, they may not have exactly been involved you know, when, when you're in that boat launch area, um, you just had the, the 13 children that ended up dead. You had the adult perpetrators and you had the 12 year old. And then you had uh, the mothers of darkness and some of the sisters of light that were up above on that scaffolding watching everything. So some of these individuals had been there part of that you know, wood deal where they're in the woods seducing these boys before the ritual. So I identified um, Princess Camilla of Norway and uh, Christina Applegate was another person who, who was there. Uh, people picked up on just the eerie similarity in looks between the two women um, so I can't say much more about that, but, uh, they definitely, you know, look very, very similar. So, um, then let's see, excuse me for one second here. Um, we had, you know, someone had brought out some interesting things like Sasha Baron Cohen, um, he had been doing a documentary. He's somebody who's very, you know, big in that world that kind of not necessarily Hollywood, but in the news and doing documentaries, bringing kind of controversial things out, but he kind of right. does it in a mock. Yeah, he's the Borat way. guy, right? Yeah, he does it in a very mocking comedy way. Um, it's not funny. I haven't found this guy funny ever. <laughs> well, I haven't either, but I guess some people, you know, they label him as being comical, but anyway. Well, he entrapped uh, Rudy Giuliani recently. Yeah, 
sometimes he, it, it, the mocking, you know, is really kind of an anti thing. Um, but anyway, he had come across somebody who, you know, he had been speaking to who let the cat out of the bag about an elite pedophile ring that was happening in America um, in the Las Vegas area. So in 2018, he put out um, a film that kind of, you know, let some of that information out. Um, so, you know, I thought that was a great piece of no, seeing as he, you know, is possibly affiliated with this, would there be repercussion on him from inside? Yeah, there definitely would be. Um, you know, either there's just two options. Um, you know, one, maybe he was an opportunist, which means, you know, he's very aware this stuff is going on. And this person let it slip. And so he takes opportunity to, to kind of, you know, reveal stuff that he knows is really happening just to get it out there. Um, you know, I, I really, there's other possibilities, but I think that, you know, he's an opportunist and he saw it as a way where he could get it out without directly saying it himself, um, you know, which probably would have got him killed. So, yeah. So okay. we kind of do some summaries as we go along, you know, as people were, you know, naming some more um, of the 12 year olds, you know, we bring out some of the others who, who might not directly have been connected to the 12 year old rituals I saw, but, you know, they were identified as being part of the system. Um, so some of the extra names that came out were Winona Ryder, Corey Feldman, Corey Haim. Um, and so um, what's interesting is as we go on, um, we have task force that um, is watching this reveal and uh, they started putting out some, some tweets themselves. And so the first one task force says, um, the next act is coming up. Hope everyone downloaded the story of a little girl. And then um, they put up, a thing that says, oh, the art studio, see the picture and point of the pool, not the pool in the upper left-hand corner. And basically it's got a picture of uh, Hunter Biden with some of the very, <laughs> you know, provocative artwork of that you know, they've connected with Podesta that shows some of the children in the pool areas um, and shows things from Epstein Island or other things, so. And so for the, for the listening audience, there's pictures of that uh, not a pool area uh, with, with 
little young men being hung along the walls. Um, and what's interesting about this is it's just been in the news recently that Hunter, because everyone's been asking where he is, well, he's coming out as an artist and he's doing his private art showings now in New York. Mm -hmm. So this is him in an art studio and this is the type of art he obviously enjoys. Right. And as we've talked about, you know, Podesta is, you know, lobbyist, he's connected to that political world. So what we started to explore next was I encouraged people to, um, to start to, you know, look at things and try to make connections with individuals who were in the political world. And I let them know that there were several, um, particularly four, a couple I've talked about before, um, but I said there were several high level politicians or political government people who were involved in this, these rituals that I saw. So some of the names that, you know, as they were exploring some of the other names that came out, um, the one was non-political, but uh, Jimmy Seville, and he was somebody who was very high in Hollywood. Um, and the royal family. Right. Yep. I was going to bring that out. So he was knighted. He was knighted by, by Queen Elizabeth. So um, there were some high connections there. Um, and then, of course, you know, we've already kind of named the Gaddafi family. Um, and then, you know, some people were, were pretty much right on with some of these. You know, they named... Uh, you know, John Brennan, who's head of our CIA and intelligence, um, Michael Aquino, who's, you know, was heading up the Department of Defense and working in that area. Um, we had uh, Dick Cheney and his wife. And then the biggest person, of course, is somebody who has been um, brought out in particularly um, a lot of information about him has come out through Timothy Holmseth. And um, I, I'll, I'll just kind of say it this way, that um, many times I have said that there are two reasons that I stand with Timothy. One, that I know his information is 100% accurate. And that statement is not made because of, you know, because I'm aware of the particular cases that he's brought out or the information that he's brought out about our vice president, Michael Pence. Um, that information is made because I witnessed Pence involved with these Luciferians. I witnessed him at these rituals. So um, I have now named, you know, I've given people, um, if you include the few that died, nine 12-year-old boys' names, um, you know, who could step forward as victims of this individual. So um, that's just something to think about there. And the allegations are it's like over 50. It's maybe right. in the hundreds. And, and so I would, you know, as Timothy has brought out stuff, you know, the reason that 
they have tried, I mean, literally they sent the six heads of their protector assassin departments to take this man out. Like you don't just send your top people who run your programs in these areas to do a job. Like you may send one of them. I, one alone is sufficient to get the job done, but they sent all six. Okay. So, um, you know, it's not just about Haley Cummings or the other things that Tim has brought out. There's much more to the story. Um, you know, he is so intertwined with so much that we see going on right now in our world. Um, he's very connected with a lot of individuals in this system. Um, so we had, you know, Task Force put that picture out. Jesse, I'm going to ask you that you email me that particular picture because the one you texted me uh, isn't the isn't coming out in full. Okay. And I, and I think I'm going to use it for something. Okay. Um, so the last thing that Task Force put out um, was they they reposted a picture of that uh, launch area and. It's from a Q post and, and here this gives you a little better picture. You can see the slant down from the door into that area. And uh, what the Cucumber Club had to say when they put up this picture was they said, what is this? Where is this? What is it used for? By whom any artwork connected to this? So we've already answered all those questions, um, but they are very aware of this particular area and the information that's been given about it. So that was the first one um, I did yesterday. I'll pause here for a minute for those who would like to see. There is um, some more artwork that, um, that was connected to Podesta and these things. So this was some of the other artwork um, that's been brought forward that revolve around that boat launch area. And this is what they keep in their house and massive yeah. amounts of it and statues and it just sick, sick stuff. Actually, I, I don't encourage you to go watch it, <laughs> to be no, honest. It's, it, it's you, you can't unsee it. And it gets like the those things as graphic as they are are kind of the lighter side of <laughs> the lighter side of stuff. Um, so hold on one second here. I got to go back just a few minutes here. That looks like I passed by it here. If they put it all up. Um, so then I did one other one other reveal here. I just got to find it here. And by the way, that was a huge reveal that you just did because you've been hesitant on saying that name in the past. Yes. Um, I've had to be very, very, as people know, like I have to be very, very cautious and, um, but we're almost there. We really are almost there, there. And I can't. Yep. Yeah, Things have to be brought out in a certain way at a certain time, you know. Um, 
so you know i i'm just very thankful because it um finally is getting to that time where you know this information is allowed to go out so i was really excited i was on i'll just say cloud nine last night because it was great um being able to finally get this information public, you know, and, and be able to voice it. Um, so, so then we had last night, um, John Brennan, who, you know, we've talked about, he's the head of our intelligence, head of CIA, um, and a lot of those three letter organizations. Um, he's somebody that I've, I've done some evidential tapes against him and Michael Aquino with uh, both David Zublick and Good Dog. And I've talked about his connection that, um, you know, my experience was that he and Aquino were trained under... T-U-R-M-P must acknowledge how wrong it was to ignore and enable his comment or corrupt and dishonest and divisive agenda. Total denunciation of a despot's legacy to necessarily to eradicate any remaining malignancy. And we're having a little bit of an internet issue here, Jesse. So that's why yeah. I did that. Okay. Uh, did you want me to continue on or just- Yes, yeah. Okay, did you want me to continue with what I was saying or just continue from his- his, no, uh, continue on your, I, I just started reading the post because you froze up. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. So I was bringing out that um, <laughs> I've identified on the David Zublick and the Good Dog shows, um, Brennan and, and Aquino's um, connections to, uh, to the Nazi Michael Carcock, who was their trainer. And he also was my trainer. Um, so, um, you know, I've talked about how they were involved in the different experiments and projects that included children, a lot of PSYOP type things. Um, so yeah, anyway, he puts out this nasty, nasty tweet. And, you know, the first line just really gets to me, you know, he says, anyone now seeking national redemption Okay, so he's implying that these people have done something wrong. Um, what have we done wrong? Um, you know, they've claimed to support Trump. Okay, so he's saying if you, if you are wanting national redemption, it's going to come. You're going to have to claim that you no longer support Trump and that you acknowledge how wrong it was to ignore and enable his corrupt, dishonest, and divisive agenda. So <laughs> I was just like, oh boy. So I, I had to kind of, I'll get into some of the backstory here, but my response to that was, oh boo, why do you gotta be like that? I promise that national redemption will happen. I must confess, I broke the code of silence. They have it all, boo, they got it all. And then I add, do you want me to tell them how I gave you that nickname? Wasn't it at that so-called book club? I remember how much you loved that book to kill a mockingbird. 
Wasn't that how it all started, John? <laughs> so then we go on um, and I say, boo, such a special kind of guy, an acquired taste. <laughs> and then I said, you know, we could discuss how redemption is a word not in your vocabulary, unless you're using it in reference to DNA manipulation, animal grafting onto humans, experimental drugs on soldiers and children in government experiments. Um, and, and with that, you know, you have to know that this is his reason that he gives why he does that. You know, they did surgery on, on a fetus in a womb, grafted on pig parts, a pig nose, you know, uh, I'm going to get a little graphic here, removed hands and feet and grafted on pig hoofs onto this infant in the womb so that when it was born, it looked as though it was half human, half animal. And, and John calls this the redemption of, of the human race. Okay. When he does these things, he says he's redeeming the human race. Um, so this is the reality of it. Now we had just ironically yesterday, I mean, this was great. So before I read my response, we had the US Space Command um, put out a post and he says, this isn't your grandma's book of the month club. We're talking developing war fighters and building leaders. Let's get it. See you on Monday. Come with questions. Facebook live interviews will be to discuss two new books on my 2021 learning list. And this is the official account of US Space Command. Right. And so I put, oh, Boo loves Nook Clubs. Such a reader. Looks like some others love them too. Okay, so it gets better. This is still from space command so they have uh, sergeant stalker <laughs> i had to love the name I his reading thinking. list his reading list and the books the titles include margin like war madam Fourcade secret room talking to strangers the hundred year marathon the three wars of roy benvindez Quiet Strength, Destined for War, Prisoners of Geography, Small Boats and Daring Men, The Culture Co Code, and War Story. <laughs> now, so why would the U.S. Space Command put these out at this time? This is very interesting. These are questions that you need to ask for yourself and come up with some answers. Right. So, um, you know, it continued. Um, I continued to reveal quite a lot. And uh, in my sassy little way here of, you know, putting it out there so it looks like it's pleasant conversation for the Tweety bird that's censoring. So I said, boo, so glad you and Aquino put me in that straight jacket on the Adreno so I didn't eat every, anyone's face off. 
Good call on that one. The CDC warns of that zombie apocalypse, which that just went out this last week on the CDC. And I said, if you didn't make that right call, it could have come early. Yeah, and so speaking of that, why would the CDC come up with this zombie apocalypse thing? Very strange. And, you know, I've talked about how they, you know, as people are going through major uh, adrenal withdrawal after they come down off of a bad psychosis, that literally, you know, it just puts you mentally in this state where you just want to rip things to shred. So that's why they call it the zombie drug. Um, so... And by the way, they use these drugs and a lot of the experimental drugs, the MDMA, and, and I know this, uh, what do they call it, the ayahuasca and stuff like that. This is all used to connect you to spirits. And they're not good spirits they're connecting you to. No, so, yeah, they, they highly use it to connect to demonic spirits. And I actually kind of, I go there in just a little bit. But um, so next I go down the road of, uh, you know, boo, and I spell things incorrectly here, but I'll say it the proper way on uh, on our channel here. Um, I might change it up just a bit, but I said, Boo, I think we really should talk about, you know, DARPA, CERN, and Harpies. I said, didn't you play with genetics to create the perfect hosts? and I'm talking about demonic hosts, the perfect hosts for travel through the gates. Oops, did I let that slip that that was your job? And then I said, boo, shall we talk about Johnny Gosh? And I have to spell the name incorrectly. Um, you can do research on, you know, this is a real child that went missing out of Iowa um, in the 80s. So I said, boo, shall we talk about Johnny Gosh? I mean, why did they find him in Wisconsin? Wasn't that where Ted Gunderson really found him? What the hell was he doing there roaming those tunnels? Why did McCain, my sugar daddy, if you can figure out who that is, why did McCain, my sugar daddy, sit on the report for, and I'm talking about the report Ted Gunderson turned in, why did McCain, my sugar daddy, sit on that report for two years and release him from another state? And Ted Gunderson, you should really look up. He was, uh, I believe he was FBI. He was a few other things, but he became an independent investigator and he dug into this stuff deep. Yeah, and particularly the um, involvement of the Luciferians within the government system. That was his area of specialty. Yeah, and he found it by mistake, but once he got onto it, he was a dog on a bone. Right, and most people don't know this, but um, he, all of his reports, the person who was directly above him that he had to turn all that information into, all of his reports, um, was McCain, my sugar daddy. So, yeah, no name, we call him. <laughs> I like McCain, my sugar daddy, but yes, the same one. Same one. So, so 
in continuing. Wasn't that convenient? Isn't that how it works? Like, go back and listen to the Jonah and the Belly of the Beast episode. Really, and by the way, listen to, well, there's a whole bunch. I guess we're starting to tie this all together. Right. So then I go a little deeper because there's a backstory with that. Um, the, the backstory is, well, let me read this first and then I'll go into the backstory. But I, I say to Boo, how come he was identified as having a mole when he was wearing a mask? And this is when he was found in Wisconsin and the mole was no longer there. I can still hear Ted asking that question four times how he had a face mask on. How did you know he had a mole there? How did I know, boo? So um, the story is that uh, me and my sister and a friend, and there's, you know, there were some other backstories, but um, we, we had come across this person several times. And, um, it, you know, I don't believe that there was any, ill intention. He was somebody that they allowed him to roam in the tunnel systems in the end. And um, he really, really wanted fellowship, but he didn't know how to communicate, how to really go through things. So he had seen us and he recognized me. And the one day we were walking home, we had to walk through this park that had big trenches with cattails in it. Um, and had to walk through this park on our way home from school. And I started like getting this sense, like I kept hearing somebody walking behind us, but every time I turned around, there was nobody there. And finally, you know, I realized the wind was blowing. And so I waited until it stopped. And the moment the wind stopped, I turned around super fast and there he was, and he jumped into the cattails. And so he continued to follow us. We, you know, got home, we called the police and um, they ended up having the FBI come to investigate, um, especially after I gave the description of the guy. And so then they had a few days later, Ted Gunderson came back to ask further questions and um twice I got a talk with him and I explained about my family's involvement in the mothers of darkness and you know where they had been having Johnny and keeping him and some of the different ritual satanic things that were involved in and some of the people who were involved in that so um that was I think I was about age 10 when that conversation happened um, so then we get into, um, oh, I, I brought out some more about, uh, only Boo would really get this one, but I've, I've said that Michael Karkok, um, the Nazi, he was the Ukrainian defense legion leader, um, for the Nazis. And he, by no mean was a nice man, you know, when he did train training, it was not just, you know, simulations of a fight. Um, you know, we had a, a man who literally was beating the hell out of us. 
Um, and to the point where afterwards we'd have to have the witchy hand black healers and white magic healers do their healing magic to cover up, you know, the bruises, the wounds, all the other injuries um, that me and my training partner would have. And he was the type where, um, you know, if, if he got you down or threw you against the wall and you were down, right away he'd be like, un, un vader, un vader, un vader. Okay, so it's get up and again and again, you know, and again, we'd always hear that. So it was like, ah, oh, boo, aren't these tactics you learned, you know, where he's talking about the public humiliation, you know, making people, you know, to get redemption, you have to admit that it was wrong to support our president Trump and the things that he was um, doing for America. You know, so I said, aren't these tactics you learned from your teacher, Nazi Michael Karkak? We don't make mistakes, remember, Vader? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and then I think there's just a few more here. Let me scroll up. You were having fun with him last night. Yeah, so, oh, and Raisin Keen, if anybody's been following him, um, if you remember, the president at the beginning talked about how he was over, I think it was Syria, and um, he was having a conversation with the generals over there. And he was like, why is the, these wars in Iraq and Afghanistan and these other countries, like, why have they lasted so long? You know, they've lasted for years and years and years. And, and this one man, Raisin Kane, stepped forward and said, it doesn't have to be that way, sir. And... And Trump said, you know, well, how long could you, would it take you to get the job done and end of the war? And he said, two weeks. Yeah. So last night, um, there's a cucumber post where it starts off and it says, the morning sun brings heat. So last night, Raisin Kane put out that post with just a, a black, it's all black and it looks like it's, well, like rising over water. Yeah, the sun's coming out of the water almost. Yeah, the sun coming out of the water and it says morning sun brings heat. Um, so then this is kind of like the last few posts. Um, I bring out, you know, I've talked about how Brennan was involved with a lot of the government experiments on children that included children. Um, and so I said, boo, I think you should totally tell them why you're having issues getting those gates open. Problems with Alice? <laughs> hmm, go figure. <laughs> okay, and so for the for listening audience, she's got a picture, it's a gif of what looks like a gate, a portal. Now, Alice can be interpreted in a couple different ways. Which way did you intend it, Jesse? Yes, I'm specifically talking about um, Alice is the name of the program at CERN that operates the gates. So that's what I'm talking about. And, and so for anyone who doesn't know what CERN is, it, it's spelled C-E-R-N. You can look it up and it's the hydrogen particle collider. They're saying it's a, the greatest, biggest scientific experiment in the world. And one of the things that we've revealed here on this program 
is that that is actually they're trying to open up all of the gates because there are gates into the heavenlies there's gates into hades okay right. they want there there's certain demons that are not allowed to roam there's some that are going through the air they're harassing you and me they're going after but there's some that are so bad they're to never exit and what the enemy is trying to do is to open up the gates and let these guys out and as he opens the heavenly gates their plan is to use human hosts to get them through because they they were cast out of heaven so they need a human host to get them through to the heavenly realms and you know satan's agenda has always been one thing that he believes he is god and he will sit on god's throne so he's trying to get these demons through so he can usurp the throne of god um just always like giving context to this stuff. Right, right. No, that's good. So so my next one, it's still in regards to those spiritual gates. And I said, you know, Boo, you should tell them what happened in 1984 with them gates. I asked for the pics and the reports to be revealed in full to the public. Over 3,000 lives, Boo. 3,000 so you could continue to interface with demon generals. Now, Jesse, are you able to talk a little bit more publicly about that? I know you made the statement there. Maybe we'll just leave it at that, or do you, can you go deeper on that? Um, I have talked about there was a very specific experiment with Star Wars Now, and it was April 24th of 1984. And um, basically, um, I'll just say a lot of individuals in the government, including President Ronald Reagan were present and different world leaders. And they had seven of us children. Um, and basically, you know, with these projects, we were trained to do um, what they call psyops or also it could be types of remote viewing, um, and I've talked about there's two different kinds, like there's astral projection, which that's not the kind I'm trained in. Um, the remote viewing that I'm trained in, it's very much like a vision where, you know, I clearly can see both the physical world and the spiritual world at the same time. And I can interact in that spiritual world in a way that things will manifest in the physical world. So you know, I've shared some stories how, you know, when I am praying and I have visions and I see certain Satanists that I'm praying for, I can put my hands on them in the vision. And this has been confirmed. These Satanists have called me um, on my phone in the physical world as that I'm having that vision. And I've said, get your damn hands off of me, get out of my room. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's just the way the Lord allows it. Um, I don't have, you know, it's not something that I seek out or try to make happen. Um, but some of that comes from this training, um, you know, in these experiments, we, you know, we're trained to how far could we go? Who could we see? Um, you know, there were missions that we went on where, 
you know, they had government people overseas who had got wounded and, uh, you know, we would put our hands and pray and bring healing to that person or provide basic triage um, or, you know, help that person get to a safe place. Um, so those are some of the things that they would do with these projects. Now, Jesse, there was a lot of people in attendance there. I'm putting you on the spot. I'm not going to say anything, but I, I, because of our private conversations, I'm privy to some stuff that the audience isn't. And there's one particular person who just turned on the POTUS who seemed to be a really trustworthy person. And I know you haven't named this name yet. No. Or his wife. Right. So can we go there today? Yeah, we can. Um, so we'll give a little back history first. Um, I, I've brought out that, you know, all of these you know, we're talking in our government, the people now that, are, that we're going after are the highest level of this Luciferian club. And they all fall under the umbrella of initiates of the flame. And un underneath that umbrella, you've got two factions. You've got the Order of the Phoenix and that's the dark side of the system. You know, so a lot of black magic, a lot of evil, a lot of self set you know, the, do everything for self-centeredness. Think, and think Obama's. <laughs> right. Obama is the head of the Order Phoenix. of Phoenix. Right. And before him was his predecessor, George Soros. So that gives you a good picture. And um, if you remember the last, last episode we did, we stated the dark side is going to fall so another side can go up. That's right. So... Then we have the Order of the Dawn, which is the good side. And the closest thing I can compare them to are the Pharisees that are talked about in, in scripture um, in Israel, that these people had an appearance of godliness. Um, you know, you couldn't find fault in them. They, you know, they, they obeyed the letter of the law to the T. Um, and so this is what we have with, you know, these individuals and, and the, their, their walk, let me think how to put this, you know, at, at the core, they're Luciferians. And we know that scripture tells us that Satan is an angel of light. So just like him, these people appear as angels of light, everything in their life appears as though they love God, they follow God, they've got the language you know, even in their daily life, you were to spend time with them, that appearance of godliness is always there. You can't, you can't break that. Like you can't find the Luciferian connections. You their know, posture is perfect. Yeah, their posture is perfect. Okay. So um, two of these individuals who are part of that, that, you know, I have named, um, are Clarista Gingrich with the Holy See and her husband Newt. And it seems just a couple days ago and yesterday, Newt showed his true colors. Um, one of the things that people are not aware of, um, you know, I've been trying to bring forward the crimes against children that were committed in these experiments because 
you know, they did use not psychosis amounts of adreno, but they used adreno regularly to heighten our spiritual gifts for these experiments. Um, they brought in world leaders and they literally, you know, it was kind of like an auction or display. They displayed our spiritual gifts as weapons and there were bids. These nations bid on us and their rights to us, to use us and our spiritual gifts. And one of the individuals besides Reagan, who was at these displays was Newt Gingrich. He was very aware that children were being used by the government in these projects. And I will add his connection with his wife and the Holy See the Holy See and the Vatican were some of the big funders. They worked in conjunction with um, MIT, Stanford Research Institute, Aspen Foundation, which if people look into those, really those are um, Tavistock Institute broke itself down into other names so that people did not know it was really Tavistock that was behind some of this. Jesse, you've broken some huge things on this broadcast so far today. And wow, and you know, the fact that these people are there, they're involved, and these are these are the people who we've trusted for so many years. We're really getting to the end of this, folks. That's why Jesse's being a bit more bold. Um, can't wait till this is all done because then all the real stories can come out. But one of the things she had mentioned is Callista Gingrich's connection with the Holy See, which is the, the in, inner chambers of the Vatican, essentially. Right. Um, what's interesting is last night, there was a blackout there. Yep. Don't know what was going on, but just interesting. I think it's a literal, a, a literal visual of what they've been saying all along that you have the dark to light. So all of a sudden we're seeing all these places literally go dark. And I think that, uh, you know, I know there were arrests made. I heard the Italian um, president and some other individuals in Italy were arrested. We also had a huge blackout in Pakistan um, some of those individuals, um, I have named as coming over for rituals in the United States, and they have brought hierarchy children with them, um, for those rituals. So I don't know who they all arrested from those areas, but I think that it's in conjunction with all of that. So, you know, just as you're speaking of this and the hierarchy children, I just keep going back to Jonah. And what, what's the girl's name? I, I remember the mom's name, but. Oh, her, well, you've got, you've got Jonah, Izzy, and you've got Lexi Dillon. Lexi. Please yeah. pray for Jonah and Lexi. And if you haven't, if you don't know who we're talking about, go listen to Jonah and the Belly of the Beast and Jonah and, and some coffee tea or me. I forget the name of the episodes, but they're up um, on Podbean. Uh, listen, I, I just feel and I pray that Jonah in particular is a real force for good 
in coming out and breaking this thing down. Um, he's obviously a very special child, as yeah, as, as Jesse was. Yeah, both of those children are, you know, we're not just talking regular hierarchy kids. You know, these are the highest of the highest level. So, you know, their lives probably parallel mine very closely, if not exactly. So, um, and so know. these kids get passed around between, let's say, world leaders, presidents, right. prime ministers. Right. And, and so, you know, the information that I am bringing out is so that people understand what these children at the highest levels are really going through. Um, you know, that's my sole purpose for bringing that out is so people understand and know and create awareness and will join in the fight to get them out because it's not just about, you know, as horrific, I mean, you know, you can't put words on what happens to the children that they deem expendable. You know, there's just no words for what happens to those kids, but we have to remember there's two sets of kids that are stuck in this system. You know, you've got the ones they use and abuse and, and then kill and destroy. And then you've got those that have to live this nightmare their entire lives. Like, you know, they're just stuck in the system. There is no way out for them. So, you know, I've begged our president, hey, you, you can't forget the hierarchy children. Someone has to, you know, go into these families and release these children. Jesse, they're on it. They've established a new, you know, complete department of government to go after this. Pompeo is right. all over this. And I, please don't ruin Pompeo for me. <laughs> I think Pompeo's a good guy. Okay. I, I you know, I'll say he's a gray right now, but I, I won't ruin it for you. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Ruin it for me if you need to, but listen, I, I think they're, they, they, they've the all fight. had play. They've had they've had to get their hands dirty a little bit because you know when you're at war, it's not clean. Right. So I, I'm just that's just my yeah, personal somebody, feelings. I don't know. Yeah, I mean he's he's really in there. He uh, we've seen him. You know the past couple months, he's been meeting with the Holy See. You know this is a battle. You're you're fighting these you know satanic council committees. That's really you know the Holy See is one of those committees. You know, they're really having to bring this entire system down at every single level. It's so ingrained. It's got its tentacles everywhere. And, you know, every time they step foot to face off with these guys, their lives are at risk. You know, yeah. it's not like they're just walking in there and and there is no cost in this. Um you know, we're, this is a real battle and the costs are very, very high. You know, just like me, you know, when the Lord said that I tell my testimony and that I do it in front of their faces, you know, I had to count that cost knowing that they'd come after me, that they would threaten to, you know, harm or kill my children, my family, those I love, that they'll ruin careers, jobs, they'll make it. So, you know, I mean, we've got some of the whistleblowers you know, not only that did they take their pension and then, you know, affect it so they can't get even disability or unemployment, but then they mess with it so that if anybody even tries to send them money through, you know, PayPal or, 
you know, any other means, direct wire deposits, um, they will monitor and literally cut that off. They'll take the money out of the account so that you have no money to live on. And by the way, we're going to have one of these particular high-level individuals on the show really, really soon. Uh, we, I don't want to give the name out yet, but we're going to ask that you help him. I'm going to ask that you help this particular person and, the, and what he'll give you in trade is incredible information. And he's the real deal. He's got probably one of the greatest resumes I've ever seen. Yeah, so... You know, the, this is what these people are, are up against. You know, they're putting their entire lives on the line for the sake of these, for the sake of the children of the world. You know, they really love our children um, and want the best for them and, um, you know, want to make safe communities, safe homes, um, safe schools, safe environments for children. Because if that's we don't protect our kids, we don't have a future. Well, I think it all goes down to, you know, our basic rights as human beings. That's yeah. what they're trying to reestablish that every person has basic rights and we need to hold each other accountable and make sure that those rights are not violated. Right, Jesse, do you have more in this thread? Nope, that was it. I'll, I'll all right, I'm gonna ask you to unshare because I have some stuff to bring out. Um, and by the way, I, what we've done so far, I think, you know, we probably could just call it a show because it's been, a, a, you know, that was incredible, Jesse. Thank you so much. Yeah, that, that was an incredible share. Um, and you really brought out more than I thought you would. So in, incredible. Uh, but we may as well keep going. But because of your incredible share, this is possibly our last broadcast on this platform. <laughs> Remember, visit rightonradio.podbean.com. Check right. it out on Gab, <laughs> right underscore on underscore radio. And um, I know that as long as we're on here or as long as I, I still have Twitter, that is by the grace of God alone. So <laughs> Yes. Um, okay, actually, so while you're, I'm just going to get you to keep talking for a moment because I want to look up something real quick. Yeah. Um, well, I can talk about, you know, some of the, just remember to visit, you know, my website and uh, we've got lots of new stuff coming out this month, especially uh, with our projects that we're doing with our veterans. Um, if anybody is a knitter, crocheter or sewer, we've got our new project is called Squares with Prayers. And we're working in conjunction with two um, ministries. Uh, well, one's more of a, it's kind of a government one, but um, it's with Al Meadows and it's called Operation Gift Card. And he goes to Walter Reed and works among the wounded veterans and supplies them with gift cards during their recovery time there. So that allows them, you know, to buy personal things as well as um, phone cards, get haircuts, things like that. So we're going to be having um, a documentary hopefully out this week or early next week. Um, we've got a lot of people who've come in on this documentary with us about the veterans and the issues that they're facing. So that's really encouraging. Um, so we'll be looking for that. And then um, with the squares with prayers, 
um, as Al Meadows and our team member Jody LaDolce go and visit these veterans, now we're going to have um, Afghans and quilts for them to hand out and heat packs. So um, we've got some people who are making microwavable rice heat packs that can be heated up and those are a lifesaver when you've got chronic pain or severe pain after surgeries or procedures or as you go through recovery. So. Um, if you are interested in getting involved with that, uh, please, you know, reach out on Twitter or on uh, my Patreon and let me know. Um, we also have, uh, let me think, besides the documentary, we're, we're still continuing our work in the Netherlands. Um, so we've got Marion's working on some amazing blogs there um, where she's going to be um, talking more about the roundhouse and, and really getting to the root of the country of the Netherlands, um, like what is going on with um, the Luciferianism there, how secretive it's been. So we're really starting to kind of dig up those deep-seated roots that have kept this uh, Luciferian Satanism um, so hidden there in the Netherlands. So I'd encourage people, you know, go to our website, www.illuminatethedarkness.com. And uh, we, we always keep our information on there updated and current on the different projects. Um, and then if you're really interested, you know, right now I know a lot of people are having a hard time, a lot of anxiety and fear over what we're seeing happen in our government. Um, so I'd really encourage you to go get my book um, on amazon.com, His Kingdom Comes in Power. That book is meant to, you know, share with you who the enemy is, how he's attacking, and how we overcome those attacks. So um, that's vitally important right now in this war. Excellent. So all right, I've got some news to catch up on, and some of you might already have heard this because some of it goes back to Friday, but because there's been a blackout on this stuff, it might not have got around, so I'm going to do a little bit of a share on it, uh, and I want to get into some good news and a teaser for another show. I won't be able to get a, do a deep dive on this here for you, but I want, I've been teasing out this financial thing for a long time, so I want to give an overview there but I'm actually thinking things are heading this way and it's uh we're gonna end with a lot of hope let's just say that because we've covered some dark stuff but we're gonna get into it now, now one of the first things because we do have an international audience now we have a lot of people from the UK in fact I think someone from the UK in particular said well what's dni he didn't know and so direct department of national intelligence that's a collection of all of our intelligence departments and they were supposed to issue a report exactly 45 days after the event that happened in early november <laughs> and and so what happened was and, I, and we mentioned it last time on the show but just for context immediately after congress did a vote the other day to you know certify something that's when this report was officially given to them although they all had the overview in advance so they knew the highlights of it about foreign 
interference and things like that and different countries, you know, just kind of interfering with things. <laughs> so, you know, when, when you certify something that you know is completely wrong, right? you've committed a crime. I think it's not even just certifying, you know, I think what made me the most angry was that they put it under the guise that, you know, of, of doing something good, you know, we are not going to challenge the will of the American people. Well, there's the lie. Number one, the, this outcome was not the people's will. I mean, how many dead people were included in that, right? You know, it's like, obviously dead people did not vote. So, you know, they're trying to make it look like they're upholding our rights that, um, you know, that they're making this decision for our good, our benefit out of respect and honor. It's, and it's, it's all BS. It's all spin. And I'll, I'll tell you, one of, one of the people who watches this show, uh, Carolyn, uh, someone I have a great personal relationship with, she means a lot to my family. Uh, she sent me a video the other day uh, explaining, so the spirit behind the mockingbird, there's mm -hmm. a spirit behind it. And essentially it leads to a Bible study, which I haven't completed yet, but mm -hmm. search the word in the, do a Bible search for Leviathan. Oh, yep. It's That's, a twisting, it's a mouthpiece. It's, and wow, this really blew my mind. And it, it so explains what's going on in the media and that, which I believe is going to fall really soon. Well, he also was in older cultures, he was known as the God of the water. And scripture talks about, you know, him being in the ocean and stuff like that. And a, and a reptile. So, right. So some of the other cultures had raised him up um, like Nineveh worshipped him as the god of the sea. Uh, they had given him the name Dagon. Um, and then as things throughout time, he also became known as uh, Titan, um, you know, or Triton, the king of the mermaid gods, king of the water. So all of that. Um, all right, so which water beast is stronger? Leviathan or which other uh, compared to who the, or the Kraken? The Kraken. <laughs> Come on. We had to trumpet somehow. <laughs> I love Kraken. So release the Kraken. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm just going to cover off a couple news pieces and then we're going to get into some really uplifting stuff that I think everyone is going to enjoy. But I'm going to show a video. I'm not going to show the whole video, just probably about two minutes of it. In case you haven't seen it, this is General McInerney. He's a decorated three-star general, highly connected, retired, highly connected to the intelligence. This guy has been a, a truth blower. He's kind of like the uh, the military Linwood, <laughs> in, you know, in many ways. But listen, his resume speaks for himself. This guy is not you know, out to lunch in any way. So let me just share my screen here for a second. And we're gonna do this one. And can, can you see it, Jesse? Yes. All right, so this is, General, this is at a private event just on Friday, I believe. 
They have, this is a scorecard from, excuse me, from Joseph Goebbels. If you tell a lie big enough, and that's what they're doing, and you see Pelosi, you see Schumer, oh. Ann just told me that Pelosi called the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, and they're trying to get him out on the 25th Amendment or to impeach him. Why? Well, because on Wednesday, they took Pelosi's laptop. She's friend. There were some people in there that were special forces mixed with Antifa, and they took her laptop, and they had that data. Now, I just want to pause it. Look at these two guys on the right. If you're listening, uh, it's two Antifa-looking guys, except they're not dressed in like bad Antifa clothes. These are kind of nice black jackets and hoodies and tactical gear. They got masks and sunglasses on. Now, I don't know if you heard that, but so the crowd is screaming some obscenities, you know, get Antifa out of here and stuff like that. And the one guy dressed that way turns and says, hey, we're not here to be Antifa. <laughs> okay, so this is the little video confirmation of what the general is saying. We'll go back to the general now. Because they have that data. I believe they also have a source that is talking like a songbird. And the president is going to spring that person on us so it will completely completely change because it is someone that has said i'm not going to do this this is treason remember could he, could this he, is treason high treason sir could he use the emergency broadcast system or emergency well, action message I don't know, to did communicate you see this? yesterday that the an email went around telling everybody about the emergency broadcast I did. system so there are those those little signals that you see you see that what I saw was the September 18th or 19th executive order 2018 that if foreigners were involved in the U.S. election, the president could declare an emergency. That means he knew back two years ago. Yeah. And that's All right. I think we get the gist of it there. So a couple very interesting things were said there. We have the laptop. Now, Jesse, the other day you and I were discussing that and I said, you know, why is this important if, you know, the NSA kind of has everything? Communications. Well, there's certain things that aren't communicated. So right. wild theory, if you'll give me permission. Yep, go for it. So Pelosi's standing there next to Pence and she's got a laptop and Pence has a decision to make. Right. Maybe she just opens a little folder and gives a reminder what's on her laptop. I think that's very plausible. It's just a theory. I mean, it's sad. You would, these are their government work <laughs> laptops. You, you would think that after HRC, they would have learned their lessons to not have anything with information that they don't want to be known, at least by government and other government officials, to be on there. So 
you know, I'm just sitting here thinking, why did you not learn your lesson, Nancy? Did you, did you not figure this out? I mean, why in the world? And I had brought out too, you know, as a government employee, you don't walk away from that desk if, you know, without signing out so that nobody can get in to see what's on your stuff, right? So it's like, why in the world did they even leave that room and leave that in there? Like, you know, that's a job killer. You just, you don't do that. So <laughs> I'm just like, there's two mistakes there. She made that they're gonna cost her. Well, I was seeking the Lord to get an answer to that, Jesse. And I found something really interesting. So with your permission, I'm going to do quite a bit of reading. This is, uh, I'm going to read 14 verses. Okay, let's go for it. This is from Joshua 10. And, and by the way, I was going to leave this to the very end of the broadcast. But listen, I guess it'll set up the end of the broadcast. And, you know, we talk about Jesus walking on water. We talk about all kinds of different miracles that have happened. But this one stood out to me because of the time and exactly what you just said. Why would they do that? <clears throat> so I, could, I should probably read the whole chapter to give you context. But I think just the words alone are going to speak for itself. I don't want to get into a huge decode on this. Just a couple key things will stand out in your mind in relation to today's events. So I'm reading from Joshua 10, and I'm going to start in verse 7. So Joshua marched up to Gilgal with his entire army, including the best fighting men. The Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid of them. I have given them into your hand. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. After an all-night march from Gilgal, Joshua took them by surprise. The Lord threw them into confusion mm -hmm. before Israel. So Joshua and the Israelites defeated them completely at Gibeon. Israel pursued them along the road going to Beth Horon to cut them down all the way to Azekah and Makeda. And they fled before Israel on the road from Beth Horon to Azekah, the Lord hurled large hailstones down on them, and more of them died from the hail than were killed from the swords of the Israelites. Now, hold on. The Lord confused them. The Lord threw hail at them. The Lord pr promised he'd deliver them to it. But wait, there's more. <laughs> See, this is the power of God. I mean, this is what we're seeing happen in our time right now. There's more. On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, sun stand still over Gibeon and you moon over the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the nation avenged itself on its enemies as it was written in the book of jasher the sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed going down for a full day there has never been a day like it before or since a day when the lord listened to a human being 
surely the Lord was fighting for Israel. That's amazing. No, that that's a great insight. And, you know, I love, there's a passage right before that, that talks about Gilgal. Um, that's the place where, you know, as Joshua was getting ready to go into the land and begin, um, you know, overtaking it as the Lord had commanded them, the people that were in his army were all the children of those who had come out of Egypt and they had not been circumcised yet. So when they first got to Gilgal, you know, this is before they went to war against it, the Lord told Joshua to circumcise the army there. And the word Gilgal in Hebrew literally means to roll the reproach away. So later, you know, that's one of the cities, the Lord comes through and literally rolls that reproach away, all that wickedness. Now, let's look at some things that are happening. And, you know, I kind of have a picture of how this is going, but if I put it out there, I'm most likely going to be wrong because, you know, we might have some spiritual insight, but listen, there's a lot of twists and turns that I could not have predicted. This is a thriller, you know, we're, we're in it, we're watching this movie together, and, and we did, we can't be 100% no. positive and, on exactly how things are going to go, but we know God's in power, he's in control. And, and, and it's going to be biblical. That's we're right. We're going to see the, this is a Red Sea type of moment, I think, I believe is coming. We've yeah. already defined what on this channel, what we believe the Great Awakening to be, and it's not just people waking up to see the corruption it's people waking up to what is happening in the spirit world and who you are and how powerful you are <laughs> look look what he just did <laughs> you know hey god yeah listen up can you make it not be night tonight <laughs> nah, you know what sure now if i was to ask i'd probably have to fast for a long time or something you know, <laughs> i mean, get... literally time stopped <laughs> time <laughs> it's crazy all right so now there's a particular when i was gardening this morning in the you know for cucumbers i found a really short one that i think is just so perfect for today and it's a you know i guess i would title it number 26 if i was to assign a title to it and it has four lines it says this, think about it logically. The only way is the military fully controlled, save and spread. Then in brackets, once 11.3 verifies as first marker, end of brackets, biggest advance drop on POL. Biggest advance drop. So we had... I don't know. I'm 11.3 could have been a marker. It was kind of a big day. Yeah, it might have been a marker, you know. You got to uh, mark each row of cucumbers for sure, you know. Now, let's let's think about dates. And, you know, right now we're in what seems to be a compressed period of time that things have to happen because um 
on the 20th, there's supposed to be some ceremony or something. And it's actually written into the Constitution. So that's a real date where, you know, the 6th of January wasn't really a real date. It's just kind of tradition, you might say. Uh, but, you know, there's, the 20th seems to be a real date. Now, the, uh, the, the person who's supposed to be celebrated that day, he's canceled his parade. They removed the... Uh, the bleachers and that be, but you know, it's because it's safe. You don't want to have people congregating. That wouldn't be safe. Right. Um, not to mention, you know, it might be embarrassing if, you know, six people in drawn circles were sitting there. Um, <laughs> I like the added drawing circles part. <laughs> it was just so creepy. Uh, but also, you know, Kamala la 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 la, uh, she hasn't vacated her Senate seat yet. I, I, that's just weird. How, how does that work? How can a candidate still be serving, you know? Uh, maybe she's just a little nervous about something. Maybe. Yeah, she wants to maybe walk both roads right now so she's insured a job and a seat. <laughs> so now for those of you, who, we've talked about this before on the channel. I'm not going to get into depth on this right now. But the USA has not been operating, operating as a constitutional republic. So when you're looking at these dates in the Constitution and things like that, do they really apply? Because in 1871, the USA became a corporation and has been running under a shadow constitution. This is why elected officials never get held accountable, by the way. They're working as a shadow, it's working as a shadow it's not under the real constitution, under the real founders. Okay. So that's important to know because some goalposts might be moved. All right. So why do I say that? I'm going to read something. Now I'll get into the whole background of this another time, but we've talked about something called Nisara and Jisara. And what is that? So let me just say for, for us to be totally free again, we need, you know, to, to be free, we got to be free from the financial slavery we've been in. So financial slavery is a real thing. And by the way, this is a real act. And so the story goes, and, and later on, I'll, I'll share with you a great decode on it. Is, well, not even a decode, just a documentation on where this comes from. But essentially, some farmers found it. It goes in the 14th Amendment and stuff like that. It's actually constitutional. It was won in court. Uh, now, from what I understand, members of the military, uh, this is alleged, held basically a gun to a certain past president's head. Uh, Billy C, kind of, you know, he plays the saxophone. And he actually signed this document, but he wasn't able to get it in. And, uh, and a little bushy on, on a date that, you know, sept the 11th day of September or something, I think around 2001, was actually going to make this a, uh, a thing because he was being pressured. But, you know, Papa, he had a 
different plan. We couldn't let that happen. <laughs> so, so Papa, you know, he put in this uh, little event, you know, just saying. So what was the announcement? I'm, I'm not going to read the announcement, but I'm going to read what it entails. Now, in case I'm wrong, I don't, I, I want to be very, very clear on this. I think I'm going to be right on this. I think this is where it's heading. But do not run up your credit card debt based on this broadcast. If you do, you're an idiot. God won't honor it because you're intentionally running up debt, not intending to honor. It's a spirit thing. All right. So this little thing called NASARA is the National Economic Securities and Reformations Act. It's a real thing. And when we say JISARA, it's a global economic securities and reformation act. So what does it have in it? Well, so the, the financial system would have to kind of be altered from where it is right now. Yep. All right. So I'm just going to give out the high points of it, if I may. And, and by the way, there uh, I actually pulled this from uh, another broadcast website because she's done a great job on it and i'm going to give her credit santa surfing beach broadcast uh i believe is her website and this is from one of her blogs i just thought it was a great little uh synopsis of the highlights of it so i want to give her credit she's done a good job on this so it entails forgiveness of credit card, mortgage, and other bank debt due to illegal, illegal banking and government activities. Well, okay. Yep. Abolishes income tax. That would be nice. Abolishes the IRS, creates a flat rate, non-essential, new items only sales tax revenue for government. Wow. That that, that's almost biblical. Yeah. That's almost biblical. By the way, property tax is one of the greatest sins against God. You're yeah. taxing his land and they're using that as a, so I'm going off topic here, but they use that to fund the school system and mm -hmm. poison kids. It's a complete mockery to God, how evil that is. So Increases benefits to senior citizens, returns constitutional law. Remember, we're under an incorporation right now. It establishes new presidential and congressional elections within 120 days after Nassara's announcement. Hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. You know, um, when he says it was my greatest honor to have served, but the best is yet to come. Right. So there might be another selection and maybe there'll be someone who goes against this, but this is a pretty good platform. I, I think people might go for this. Hmm. So monitors selections and prevents illegal selection, selection, activities or special interest groups I'm, I'm buying i'm liking that creates a new u.s treasury currency 
backed by gold, silver, platinum, and precious metals. Now I'm going to add to that because I've read Trump's books and he's so much smarter than that. The gold and stuff is good, but our economy is going to go past the gold reserves. Mm. He's going to make it an asset-based economy. Mm. Prove me wrong. And by the way, this is going to be one of my greatest predictions when I'm proved right. If this comes true, and listen, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Okay, yeah, I'll eat crow. I'll eat uh, right on, right on this TV channel. I'll do that if we're still here. <laughs> but. <laughs> He's going to go to an asset base. No other show is saying that, okay? That's a that's a Jeff original. So, returns constitutional law to all our courts and legal matters. Initiates new U.S. Treasury bank system in alignment with constitutional law. Eliminates the Federal Reserve System. Restores financial privacy retrains all judges and attorneys in constitutional law, Mm -hmm. ceases all aggressive U.S. government military actions worldwide, establishes peace throughout the world, initiates first phase of worldwide prosperity distribution of vast wealth. By the way, remember in in Exodus, the wealth of the wicked was given... Because the wicked's got a lot of wealth. Right. I mean, literally, the Egyptians were throwing it at the Israelites on their way out. They they left with all the riches of Egypt, it sounds like. So first Spain worldwide distribution of vast wealth, which has been accumulated for many decades, releases enormous sums of money for humanitarian purposes. And last one maybe the greatest enables the release of new technologies such as alternative energy devices read that as alternative healing devices alternative energy creation devices so i think it includes natural resources too you know i mean i think of just like countries like africa that are a wealth of resources and yet you know, all we really see is dry desert famine, you know, other stuff. But I think, you know, I think these guys have been withholding water. They've been withholding oil and other natural resources. And once those are released, you know, those countries are able, God's given them everything they need to sustain themselves. It's just that we've had people withholding those natural resources. And water is the most powerful fuel known to man at yep. this point in time water that's right could power your house could power your car it could power submarines that have been out there for years right. how do they create their oxygen how do they create their fuel huh mm-hmm. just yep. saying so this ceremony that's supposed to be happening might be postponed maybe might be. might be postponed and just one other curious note and i don't have any insight into this jesse but if you look at pictures of washington right now um considering there's not any big public ceremony happening why are they putting these big fences and blockades around all the buildings 
Yeah, there also was a mass amount of military there. Yeah, like 7,000 just in the downtown core. I mean, and, just got to ask, what is going on? And, and Jesse, they're inside the fences, not outside the fences. Right. We are watching a movie. <laughs> you know what? I think I just want to end it there. This is uh, <laughs> what a show. And if it's our last one, remember to join us on Podbean <laughs> and, <laughs> and Gab for now. I'm going to start posting on Gab. Um, so socially, if you were uh, with me on Twitter or whatever, that's where you're going to find me because I'm probably not even going to try to sign up with another account if they let my account back on, but they most likely won't. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah i i did the uh yeah it was a, it was bad but and i miss you guys already little tweety birds in i mean <laughs> yeah I, and by the way i i will get on onto that uh that boxer i guess so i can maintain communication with the group but jesse your duties are now expanded because every time we do one of these, now you're the one who has to post them. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness, that's right. <laughs> I have been posting them, but hey. <laughs> but, hey, listen, um, it will work out. Listen, thank you for listening. Um, actually, let's just close in prayer because we kind of rushed in uh, and we didn't actually pray before this. Um, so, Father, I just give it to you, Lord. There was some tough information. There were some big names. We ask that you protect this channel, uh, Father. But more than anything, we ask that you protect those who have heard this message today. Uh, we thank you for bringing them to this broadcast. We thank you for their patience if they've listened this far, uh, Father. But protect them from any images that may have been seen. Lord, wash it away if it was not from us. If you did not intend it to become out, we I pray that the memories of this are, are gone but lord what was intended was it it was intended from at least our hearts and our spirit to glorify your name and we pray that you grow this army the uh what we're calling just our, our fun shepherds of the sheeple army god we're we are faith-based but we'll accept people who are not faith-based too because we want to bring them into the kingdom and bring them into a new reality lord but we'll never tell people how to live we just let them discover things on their own by exposing some information and and asking the right questions so father we thank you for your grace on this world we cannot wait to see you reveal yourself in power in such an incredible way lord the, every sign has been there even the rocks and the trees reveal your majesty and we've also seen you know what other spirits can do and they've manifested but lord your stuff is so much bigger we don't even need the proofs from you anymore god you've proven yourself but father i pray before the day of your coming and i can't wait for that day but lord there's much more work to do here to expand your kingdom so i ask that you give us more time and just if you give that big sign that we think is coming god uh more eyes uh, make the ground few fresh for the picking fresh for the harvest Father, we ask all of this in your name. Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you for watching. Remember, love your God, love your neighbor, 
love your family. I got it mixed up because I, I, men cannot multitask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do something and I can't even say something I've said a hundred times. <laughs> love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. You've been listening to Ride On Radio. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. See you, Jesse. All right, bye.